Hey, what's going on, SG Squared listener? Jason Banzoff here, producer for the Group Talk Network of Podcasts. We're going to be playing some former episodes to give you new content every single week. Some of these may be from the past couple of years, but they are still relevant today. You may hear something about COVID or some other things that may have gone at that time, so don't be worried. We did not go back in time. However, uh, these are going to be great episodes for you to listen to, so make sure you tune in to SG Squared every single week. Now on to the episode. Hello, and welcome to SG Squared. Steve Bladen, Global Small Groups Pastor at Saddleback Church, pulls from his 20-plus years of small group ministry experience to encourage and equip listeners to lead more effective small group ministry. Sit back, learn, and enjoy SG Squared with Steve Gladen. Uh, Steve, what do you got for us? Yeah, I just want to give a disclaimer before we jump into this, uh, this robust topic right here. Uh, I know a lot of churches uh, that are doing purely sermon-based with all their small groups. Uh, they're my friends, at least I hope they're still my friends, even after this uh, conversation. Uh, they're, they're great churches. They're doing it, uh, their strategy and their model. But what we're trying to do here is just open up a discussion uh, because we all want church health. And we want our groups to be as healthy as possible. So let's just jump right in. Uh, I think the title of this section is going to be, Is Sermon-Based Curriculum Hazardous to Your Small Group's Health? I I think it's a worthy discussion because uh, I know that uh, sermon-based curriculum is kind of like a go-to. And and so let me preface this conversation. One is saying, hey, we want to get your opinions and, you know, you can comment on the show uh, on whatever platform you're, you're listening to this on. Uh, so we do want your opinions, and we we want to grow through this together. But I, I think I want to take us out of the, the common mold because it's kind of like our, our way of falling. It's like our go-to. Like if we don't have curriculum, we go to the sermon-based curriculum uh, strategy. And and I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth because at Southback, we, we have our own sermon-based strategy. We have uh, volunteers since 1999. Who, who go to our first service and they write curriculum uh, for our small groups. But, but what I would do want to do is I, we want to, in this segment, we want to point out some pros and some cons uh, that Derek and I are going to go over. But then uh, I want us to take a, just a, a fresh look on how it can be hazardous if we're not careful. And uh, like I said before, we want your opinions. We want to hear what, hear what you have to say about our little section right here. Uh, but let's let's jump in right now with some uh, Derek. What do you think are the uh, some pros and what what could be some cons? The biggest pro and the biggest con. I'll give you one each to start out. I think for the pro, it's like a low bar entry, right? Where the churches, kind of like Saddleback, they've got either volunteers or uh, you know somebody dedicated to writing the questions for you based on the sermon. So low bar, we mean. The do, they're doing the work for you, and as the small group leader, um, you know that's that's a lot easier to just. But basically, take. you just got to attend the service, and the service. and the church provides the questions. So I yeah. I, w- I would agree with you. That's a uh, I think it's a pro. I think it's probably the biggest pro. There might be some other pros, but yeah. that's probably the biggest one. What do you think is the uh, the biggest con? Well, the biggest con would be the the flip of that. If is if you miss the sermon. Uh, then what do you do? You know, uh, you're basically relying on the group leader for the material. So you have to really hope that your small group leader went to the sermon <laughs> or went and heard it, right? Well, not only heard it, but can remember it. I, I know, uh, you know, the United States Air Force says that we forget 72% 
of, uh, or no, 95%, we forget, 95%, uh, 72 hours after we hear it. And so uh, that could be a death nail if your group meets on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, if, if your small group leader has to to remember and kind of regurgitate. And, and I think one of the, at least one of the great things we've learned through this in, in our talk it over, and actually, if you want to go to, and we'll put this in the show notes also, saddleback.com forward slash talk it over, and you can uh, look at our sermon-based curriculum. But uh, one of the ways that we kind of solved that was being able to say, uh, hey, here, here's a, a, a clip of the message that we're either going to write about uh, or we're going to summarize some different parts. So we had a video portion to it. Uh, that can work with that. Um, so, al- although there's some pros and some cons, uh, let me just let me just challenge you in this section to think through a couple things. One of them is is you know first off, ask yourself the question: What's your weekend designed for? And uh, one of that is is it designed for the individual? So, when I hear a weekend message, is is strategically Temple Courts. Is that for us to do individuals is to take it deeper throughout the week. And uh, along with that, uh, uh, Saddleback has a message action plan uh, that we give to individuals to take it deeper. It's a little bit different than talk it over, uh, but it's built for the individual. Or is it, or are you designing it for your group? And part of what I, I think it is what I get worried about is groups is if you're trying to get your groups to to emulate spiritual health, and you've got to figure out what that is. I think the con that can happen if you're not too careful with sermon-based curriculum is that it can take one of the best tools away from you for building spiritual health in your groups. And let me kind of explain. If for So for us, we're always uh, trying to get our groups to balance the Great Commission and the Great Commandment of fellowship, discipleship, serving, evangelism, and worship. And if in our uh, group assessment or even in the individual assessments, if everybody in the group is weak in evangelism or if groups are stating that they're, they're weak in evangelism, then the type of curriculum they need to do, Derek, is what? I think evangelism. I it. But, you know, that's what they should do. But what do they want to do? They want to do anything but evangelism. And so... Part of what can happen, though, is if your group needs to grow in the spiritual health for us, and that's balancing the purposes, if they need to grow in that, but the weekend sermon isn't talking about that, then it's not really going to happen. So part of what uh, I'm just trying to challenge you in this is just saying, if your steady diet is going to be uh, sermon-based, then what can happen is, is you've mitigated one of your best tools for building spiritual health in your small group. Now, I'm not completely anti-sermon-based because we obviously we have it at Saddleback. It's kind of like a, a both and um, because uh, even our small group, we, we've used it when we've been between things. But where I want to challenge you to, to think through in your churches is if you don't have, uh, if you're not clear, first off, you're not clear on what spiritual health is then you're you're this this conversation is mute don't worry about it just keep doing what you're doing but if you do have you know uh, an end in mind if you do have what where the destination that you want people to get towards in disciple making then then i would just say to you start to think through and start to boil with you uh do you, is is sermon base going to get you there 
Is that, or are you mitigating a tool that you need to have? And so just something for you to, to think about on this trending topic is asking yourself the question, am I using curriculum strategically or am I abdicating that to just what the weekend message is? And again, don't, don't want to negate what the senior pastor is saying, but at Saddleback, I think we would say we're trying to get that more towards the individual, but use a sermon-based or our talk it over as a, as a supplement with it. That is a great question that you just asked there, Steve. One other tiny pro that slipped into my mind is, and maybe this is for churches that are on a smaller size or church plants just starting out, um, you know, budget-wise, sermon-based can be um, a decent thing to do. You know, if you don't have money or a budget to, you know, buy buy mass curriculums for the masses, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, part of my pushback on that is saying that, you know, at least when you can have skin in the game, most groups can pony up and buy their their own curriculum for you. But I, I hear what you're saying because it does give you a great opportunity to be able to, um, you know, at least get some traction, especially if the, if the pastor's going through a sermon series that everybody can do or everyone can benefit from. So it, there, there, there are definitely pros and cons. I think what I want to challenge us to, to keep thinking through is we only have so many tools to help build spiritual health in our small groups and in, in making disciples. And are we giving up one of our best tools called curriculum uh, for the sake of ease, or is there a challenge that needs to happen in, in how we do what we do? Uh, but like I said, there's lots of pros, there's lots of cons. We want to hear from you, though. Uh, obviously, it, I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation that I think would be helpful to be able to uh, bring it out. So those of you that are sermon-based churches, it'd be good to, to hear some, I mean, you're obviously going to have a, a, a vantage point that's going to, obviously, you believe in it for a reason, and and help us learn and, and grow together as we go down this road. And again, if you want to see what we're doing in sermon base, you can go to subback.com forward slash talk it over. So Steve, you're talking about curriculum being a strategic piece. Uh, what's something uh, the small group network can help small group point people accomplish this part of strategy with curriculum? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great point. I think there's a, a couple things. One, obviously, you'd hate to beat a dead horse, but obviously when you're in a huddle or when you're at the lobby events that we have, then you, you can you know talk to other churches and see what they're doing as far as curriculum. But I think one of the things that we're excited about is that we have three courses that we are working on right now. Some in the storyboarding, some are actually uh, already written, ready to go, and uh, some are in the filming stage. But one of the things that we are designing is three courses that can help you in the area of curriculum. One is uh, just what you said. If you're if you're going to do sermon based, let's help you do it right. And I think sermon based is is a good thing to have for groups that are in between times or just you know uh, they need a one shot or they want to jump in on what the pastor's saying. There's many times when Rick has been doing some, so I think that's a very important. But it's important that you do it right. And how are you going to develop sermon based curriculum to reinforce? Uh, your end in mind of what you're trying to produce in a disciple. Uh, then the other curriculum that we have that you brought up a little bit later is how can you develop your own curriculum at your church? And in today's technology, uh, if you've got the, the latest Android or the latest iPhone, you've got camera ready that is picture perfect that you can uh, be able to put on a, 
YouTube channel or on your, on your own streaming service. And we're going to show you how you can write curriculum because really you just need a most curriculums that are out there. They give you far too many questions than you can really digest. And most groups are two or three questions anyways, but we can show you how to do a, uh, a few discussion questions. So, I mean, have an intro question, icebreaker question or catch up question. We'll give you some uh, tips on how to build discussion questions and then an application question. So uh, that's on the second phase of this track. And then the third one is how to do a church-wide uh, campaign. Uh, it's one that I'm, that I'm most excited about that we're uh, working on right now is uh, how do you, and it's a beautiful course. It's going to be six sessions and give you everything from everything pre to all the documents that are laid out to actually a day 41 booklet to help you, you know, post come out of a campaign. And so, uh, for the churches out there, you know, we've got some courses that are coming up. Those are a little bit in the distance, uh, but we're also excited that, you know, you can learn from others and there's a bunch of great, uh, there's a lot of video curriculum that is out there now. Um, you can check into a lot of different resources, a lot of different streaming services that are, that are available out there. You can go on the Facebook group, you can just type in. Uh, curriculum, and you'll see, you know, all, all kinds of streaming services that people are talking about. But just to encourage you is that there, there are resources already built, but we want to help you build them yourself so that your sheep can hear from your shepherd. Thank you for listening to Steve Gladen on Small Groups. If you like what you've heard, make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you want to learn more, make sure you check out smallgroupnetwork.com for more resources.